we're recording. Uh, I guess this is the uh, first official episode. What is the what's the name again? <laughs> it's definitely not. I'm doing this so I don't kill myself. Right. But that was the that. So I uh I said that that was a potential name, and then I was Can like, Can I move this? Cause this is like yeah, yeah awkward, no, move it, move it. However you, however you feel. However you feel uh, comfortable. Um, so I, I I like I told a bunch of people about like the potential name. Wait, but now you're out of cam. It's just me. I don't like being on cam. All right, that's fair. Whatever. Uh, it's, it's whatever. I I'll th- say like right here. I think for the first couple episodes, I probably won't even use the the camera shot. It'll just be whatever the audio this is. This is pretty sick. If you were gonna put this online, right? Like, I mean, is... I think it's it's chill. It's relaxed. It's right? chill, but it's like who's watching? <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Like, let's just watch two guys in a room. <laughs> One of them sitting on a bed. <laughs> I had a chair, but I was like, I don't feel like fucking setting up a chair right here. I feel that. And it'll look weird, and I kind of just wanted to relax and, and have a conversation. I just like holding this because in every podcast I see, they're always holding it and they're like moving it around. I mean, I don't know what that does, obviously. I'm, I, I'm very just make sure you don't rotate the mic. Okay, so the way that it's set up, um, it's actually like directionally like facing in a, in a way that'll capture your voice. Like it, it can't, like it's not omnidirectional, so it's only going to pick up what's in front of it. I think I have to make sure. Yep. See, I wasn't even doing that for this one. So, um, but uh, it's a very janky setup, but we're gonna make it work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess this is a uh, a welcome to the the first episode of uh, we're gonna call it two sad boys. Mm, yeah, I like Do that we better. You have to qualify how many sad boys are here. You're right. This was this, this, this is the sad boys podcast episode one. <laughs> uh, Doctor Jeremy, uh, last name. And uh, first uh, guest here today is a. Uh, uh, oh, let Donald me close Harris. my door. Just thought about that. Oh, you see, yeah, you should probably close your door. Um. All right. So, I guess the uh, format that I had in mind when uh, thinking about how we were gonna do this, I wanted this to be very uh, uh, conversational and very like free, as opposed to something that was uh, weighed down by like typical. Uh, topics that we would focus on like there's definitely shit that i wanted to get your opinion on but i more was uh kind of just wanted to catch up and i i think like our organic uh conversation is typically pretty funny so in catching up i'm sure we'd like it'd be good banter you know what i'm saying right so uh what's going on in jeffrey's life (laughs) actually (laughs) nothing you say that actually nothing well um this is so weird because we've already talked about a lot of this stuff off air right which is so funny to say off air mm-hmm. i'm so professional um <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna be going to japan hopefully in july that's crazy which will be fun i hope i, I hope i don't get there and it sucks and i hate it and I <laughs> so you're there for a month and you're like yeah no because you, you're oh, <laughs> so you said i remember you telling me that you were telling me in the car that your aunt is like the person that's like paying your rent while you're there. Yeah. Even though she might not know that or she does, right? No, she knows. I explained <laughs> it. To, I made sure to explain it because I didn't want to like trick her into it. Right. And then she'd get there and she'd be like, yeah, I'm not paying your rent. And be like, oh, well. Uh, uh, listen, this I'm is her. I'm homeless now. <laughs> it's in another country. Just imagine you get there and she's paid like, she's paid like nine months of rent already. Yeah. And it's like, you get there, you're like, listen, this isn't going to work. <laughs> listen, I got to go. Yeah, no. They're trying to touch me. Mainly because the only reason, uh, not the only reason. But the main reason is because I was, like, in a really bad space, and I was like, I do not want to be 
in Connecticut. I don't I, like. I don't want to be in Connecticut. I don't want to be in America. I don't want to be on this side of the. Planet. I understand. I definitely understand. So I was um, just like, where's the farthest place from here? I think initially, right when you told me to, it was like I had a feeling of like, damn, that's crazy, but also like jealous as fuck, because I'm like, how fucking amazing is that, right? Like, like I know, like it's change is scary, right? But like, I think that we're both people that have been like in a a place of like what what's what's here is very much like daunting and like very much like mentally stressful right like i think people like look at you like a day-to-day and they're like oh like you don't have anything to worry about but it's like nah bitch like you don't even understand the half of like of yo about, <laughs> like the shit that's going through my head is like Ugh, yeah, you don't I'm even not. get it <laughs> it's like you don't like get every it every day i wake up it's like man i'm still here cool it's like damn that's great yep that's right <laughs> that's air <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely like I don't know. Like I said, like I, it was a, a feeling of like I'm happy for you, and I'm happy that you're like doing something that. I, you, less, Japan is like perfect for you. I feel like you're like. I mean, we think you know, get over there. Yeah, it's like, who the fuck? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> I don't like, like you. <laughs> it's like, oh, you just impersonate the culture. You don't even understand <laughs> what it means. Teach me, <laughs> please. I w- I need a senpai. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. And then it was also a feeling of like, damn, like. I feel like while I'm more comfortable in the cycle of life that I'm like starting to create, I very much have like had this feeling of like, I can either keep this going and like go into a point where like, I'm like tired of it. And I know that like, I'll just get depressed with it or I can like break the walls down and like do something completely different. Like I remember having a conversation with one of my homegirls, um, like not too long ago. And I was telling her like, I think that I've spent so much time trying to like support my family um like from like a state of like trying to fix their problems and like I I I viewed that as like that it was my responsibility to try to fix their problems so like my initial reaction was like yo like I don't want to do that going on 23 like or going on 24 or being 24 going on 25 like I want to transition into being more self-focused and like doing things that I'm comfortable with so like I was like I'm just gonna fucking move to Wyoming and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why Wyoming? Oh, wait, <laughs> it wasn't even like that was just the first random place I said Wyoming. I just I'm there. yo right like like I was telling her like uh, it's I, I'm saying Wyoming but I really just mean like I've considered the places that I can go right like Virginia was very much one of the places that I considered. I have family there and I could easily like start and get away from a lot of this shit. But like I also understood like. For me, if I'm going to disconnect from shit, it has to be on a level of, like, I am completely detached from a situation to the point where, like, no one can communicate with me and I can't communicate with them. Like, I've done a good job of, like, saving money and, like, making sure that, like, if I were to make a decision like that, I could have did it. She basically talked me off of the ledge. Like, she was like, nah, like, I think you're, like, being impulsive and, like, you don't need to take that step. And I was like, I guess, but, like fuck but then like you told me the japan thing i was like jeffrey actually gets to <laughs> fucking do it <laughs> he's doing this and, he's going and, and it's, it's crazy because like yours is so like calculated and it's also like a you're doing it and it's like it's makes but it makes sense for you right yeah. it's very planned and it's and it's not it's not forever you're not just going to wyoming you're going to somewhere where it's like like japanese culture is like pretty much like uh, 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 a central part of like uh, what our friend group like enjoys right yeah. like especially you fucking Earl and uh, you know 
the other weebs. The other guys. Right. But it's like, I think for me, it was like, Japan couldn't be mine's, right? Because yeah, I don't, no. I'm not a weeb, right? I think I just understand some Japanese I mean, culture. You were, but- Nah, I don't think I ever like. I don't think I ever fully embraced it. Like, I think I really just like bleach. Like, I think <laughs> I was just saying, it was like, man, bleach the, um, is it. I'm be honest. I think you might have to get a little closer to the mic. Okay. Hey, feel free to move it closer too. Honestly, um, it, Come it goes closer, up. Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not that close. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, nah, it's like I don't think Japan could be mines, but like I definitely did start thinking like, yo, like, oh, where would I go? Right? Like, where? Like, can I just detach? And that's why it's crazy to say this, and you can delve into this as much as you want to. Um, I know uh, you're actively a Jehovah's Witness. I grew up for a small amount of time a Jehovah's Witness and studied pretty intensely for like a year with when I lived with my dad. Um, I was like, like for the first place my brain went is like, oh, he's going to lose the faith. Okay, bet. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I think like that was my initial thought but then I like I think this right I've had conversations and it's weird that like I've had so many interactions with Jehovah's Witnesses despite like not being in the faith fully I just like every single time I meet someone and I feel like I've like made a friendship they end up being a Jehovah's Witness and I'm like oh interesting um it's crazy how you keep finding us yo right <laughs> like I told you about you know Colin and yeah. uh but then like there's this girl I was talking to last year and like we were like talking for a little bit and then she's like yeah no my dad like kind of raises Joe's witness and then it turns out like her dad knows my dad because when her dad like moved from new york to here like her dad and my dad were like close friends or whatever and i'm like yeah, your dad knows everything. <laughs> you're right i was like i was like yo, what just those people, dude. i'm like i'm like yo, what the fuck is going on like <laughs> what y'all jw's need to leave me the fuck alone <laughs> there's a lot of us that's the crazy part i don't think people realize how big no nah, but um it is um yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, but what was I saying? Like, I, I think, like, I keep having, like, this interaction, and I, un- I understand very much, like, um, like, once you're into the faith for, like, a, a long part of, like, like for, for like, a, part, a large part of your life, like, it pretty much consumes, like, I don't want to say consumes you, but, like, I mean, it's, you it's, very much live your life by a certain code, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, it's part of who I am. I, I feel like it's, like, we were talking about earlier. Like, it's like any other religion. If you're born, you know, Catholic or Buddhist or whatever, and you're raised in that, like, I'm 25, going to be 26 soon. Like, that has been my whole life. And so it's like, I understand some people, it's not for them. And, you know, sometimes I'd be like, man, it's, you know, it's harder than if I wasn't. But it's like, it's part of who I am. Right. And it is it has informed my character for the majority of my life. So it's like, even though sometimes... Uh, it it's not always the easiest thing, you know. It hasn't always, to a certain degree, been what some people would consider beneficial. Mm. But it's like I haven't, in terms of being a witness, like my experiences have been overall positive. Right. So for me, it would be just like, oh well, you you know, for me to leave, it would have to be like something like crazy. Right. Or you discover like, <laughs> or they're like they're like we found a new chapter of the Bible, and then I would You're be right, like, right. All right, yeah, wow. I think this right. I think. Um, on a, I think people look at Jehovah's Witnesses and the stereotypes are there, like the oh they're at your door at five a.m. or like yeah we're all never this crazy, out that early. yo right <laughs> right <laughs> we're, right we don't, we don't meet yo I definitely 30, used to like dude. even even with a little bit of studying I did like I would like hear people say that shit and I'd be like like I don't think like that's weird because I don't think like field service is ever like that early Bro, but <laughs> not getting up that early yo, to right. come talk to you <laughs> you sound crazy you can go to hell you just say that in school I'd be like bro I don't know who's coming to your yo. 
right. It's not me though. Um, so like, my thing was like, uh, I always in the in the little bit of studying I did do, and I I have to preface this like a, a bunch of times. Like, it was only for a year, and I, while I did get very deeply invested in my studying, and I like I was it was enough time for me to understand that when I do decide to make a jump back into being a faithful person and a religious person, like in my late forties. <laughs> yeah, he's not a map down. I'm going to be nasty until I'm forty. And yeah, until so like in my like late thirties, early forties. Time until the forty. Yeah, <laughs> demon time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, but when I do like make that transition back and I won't even give it a time period when I do feel in my life that there's a calling for me to be a more religious person and be more faithful, uh, it will definitely be under the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, they all drafted me. I got my jersey. <laughs> Yo, right, yo, let's go. As soon as that gets better, yo, right. Um, but I was like, yeah, like I don't know. I I I loved how community driven it was, how family it was. Like uh, like I I think of like your family, right, and I think of Colin's family, right. Like um, and even though you guys are like similar, right, but you have your differences, right. I think. Like, it's very much like your family is as strong as it is and his family is as strong as it is and the bond that your families have and something that I want for my family. But the way that it is, like, the reason it is like that is because I think, like, how faithful you guys are to Jehovah, you know? Like, it's crazy how, like, that one aspect of life can just impact, like, how close-knit everyone is, you know? Yeah. Uh, And I think... I don't know we need more we need more of that like it's weird to say like I don't know we talked about it people view it as like in a cultish manner and I I understand that right like uh but I think there's something to be said about like when you have that many people in a in a community situation like and like there's nothing but positivity and only like moving forward like I went to a hall once and, and fucking painted that shit and I was like this is the first time I've ever painted and it felt like everybody like this is my most of the like first time like meeting most of the people here like they bought food like everything was like super chill like it felt like i was legit like uh at like a family reunion yeah it's like like the world doesn't move like that unless like you're like a part of something like that like so like while i very much can see the cultish part of it right like the embracing that like the world isn't the same and it is very much changing and like you look at like the 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 way things are now like does feel like the end of times right but i think like you got to embrace that shit fam like i I saw this post today and i'm rambling obviously if you want to you're you're going yeah right if you want (laughs) to go go yo go (laughs) go go go. (laughs) yo if you want if you want to deject let me know um i saw this post on facebook earlier and it's like why is everybody in our generation so much more depressed than people in previous generations and it's like well we can't afford to live how our how our parents did like there's no sense of like community and like uh guidance like the we're watching the world get worse and we know it's not getting any better like there's just all these like different bullet points and it's like fam like we have to acknowledge at some point that the world is getting worse and i think like the jehovah's witnesses take a very like forward approach to that it's like yes the world is getting worse and things are going to come to a change soon we don't know when we're not going to put a time on it but it is very soon and have your shit together and understand that like it's not too late for you to find uh you know something yeah. um it's so. definitely i mean it's not like 
I don't want it to sound like it's like, oh, we're perfect. And, you know, we do. No, nah, y'all, like, y'all are perfect. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't like. God's children. I'm I definitely have noticed that with people who, and I don't want this to sound crazy, but it's like a lot of times, and obviously this isn't true in every case, but a lot of times people who don't have any source of like uh, religious background at all, it's like a lot of times you can get caught up in you mm. and it's so easy to be wrapped up in what's going on with you that you forget about the person next to you right. and the person next to them. Not totally. So it's like a lot of times, like if you just, if you're not a part of, and this is for any religion, if you're not part of any like sort of community other than like the people who are directly next to you, because it's like even to a certain degree, I, uh, I have this problem where it's like we've lived where I live for like 12 years. I know like three people in the neighborhood. Mm. Like I don't know anybody in the neighborhood, dude. Right. No, it's... And it's like if only people took the time to like, you know, actually talk to each other and learn about each other, it's like you wouldn't have all the problems you see, like them storming the Capitol. It's like you're storming the Capitol because you don't know any black people. Right. Like, like that's fact. This, this like, misunderstanding of like you don't understand another person's like issues or like whatever. Yeah. Like the, you you formulate your opinions based off of your own ignorance, right? Yeah, basically. And and that is not something that exists in like the Jehovah Witness community at all because everyone just believes the same thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like no matter to like what congregation you go, you go anywhere, and you're still gonna receive like the same love they receive. Yeah, not for sure. Congregation, so it's like that's that's definitely one thing I'll give it. I mean that you know you don't see it in uh, other places like. You don't have to worry about being like a stranger. Yeah, no, and, and it's like crazy because that doesn't even apply to you. Think of like uh, standard like Baptist Christian churches, right? Like we've gone. Like my mom and like that side of my family has gone to the same Baptist Christian church for uh, since I was a kid. Shekinah Glory, right? Like we've gone there. Wait, wait what's the thing? <laughs> Shekinah Glory. <laughs> yeah, one thing, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but churches we have a wild. No, you're not lying, fam. They have crazy, and this is only because for me, because our congregation names is just like wherever. Yeah, right, right, right. The, like, right. I'm from East Rock. Our congregation is East Rock. Right. No, totally. Like, but other the, races, the, like the, first, the, the valley first hidden evangelical in evangelical <laughs> sons of God. The, the valley hidden in in the Christ ship. Sons of Jordan, daughters of <laughs> Castle <laughs> under the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Upon this rock, I shall build my church, evangelical church. <laughs> Yo, Fendi, that's a Fendi. Hundred percent. It's like we go crazy. With the paragraph. Like, Where are you getting these words? <laughs> he just threw some shit together. He just, he just opened up the Bible. Was like this. That's this, my. And this. That's my church. <laughs> nah, but like seriously, like okay, we've gone to the same church, and uh, there was like a. All right, so my mom was beefing with. Our church when I was younger, right? Not church beef. Yo, church beef is the best. Church All right. beef is real. Yo, bro. this is so real too. So like, I remember exactly what happened. Like, oh, this story is crazy. So, um, and again, I'm going off to a tangent. If you ever just need to interject with some shit, just go ahead. Oh, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, so, um, my mom, like, this is we didn't grow up, uh, wealthy, right? So, um, I remember one Sunday we went to church, and my mom was like gonna make burgers for us when we got home. And so we had like the burgers at the house, but we didn't have buns. And we had, I guess they had did some kind of like event at the church. There was just a pack of hot dog or, or hamburger buns just like uh, chilling there. Nobody was going to take them. And my mom said, can I take these? And so she got like uh, somebody at the church said that she could take them. 
But then I guess somebody saw her that didn't know that she got the okay. They and, thought she was stealing. Yeah, right. They gave her. They gave her church. They they gave her. Uh, they gave her shit about it, right? Right. And so she gets super upset and like kind of storms out. And like for like a couple of weeks, we hadn't gone to church, and we weren't like regulars at church when I was a kid. But my mom was very much a. a she was. I think she's. She was at the point where I'm at now, right? Where I'm spiritual. And I have a belief system and I try to follow morality and, and things of that nature. But I'm not very much like my foot is very much like in the water when it comes to religion. Right. right. Um, like uh, so we didn't go to church like a crazy amount, but she was only a traditional Southern Baptist. Like she, that, that was where she went to church. Like um, so. Uh, <clears throat> basically, the buns things happened, of course, like this is church beef and they're all black. So it's not like your typical like she's like, that's fine. No, we don't need to come back here anymore. Right. Now, keep in mind, my family has gone to this church since my my uh, grandfather. Right. Like he like, apparently like donated a pew or something. So like we're our like our family is a part of that church. Right. But that those hot dog those hamburger buns was enough for my mom that to be like, nah, right we, we done now. That's it. You take a hamburger. So we buns, went to a bro? different church um, for like a little bit. And, uh, like that was like that, like we had just gone to a different church and like, we weren't going back there. And then we went like went back and it felt like there's like this weirdness of like eyes on us. Like when we went back to our old church, it's like, you can't hop around to different churches. Like, like you go to a different community or uh, different, uh, kingdom halls. Like, like you said, you go there and you get like the same love that you would if you were to go anywhere. Whereas like with like churches, it's like the church that you go to is your church and it is your family's church for the foreseeable future. Right. It's kind of like, even though like there's like some kind of like want for community, it's not the same as like the, the level of like Jehovah's witnesses. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to a church. No, it's like, it's like, we just read the same book, but like if we don't know you, then we gonna look at you funny when you walk in here. I don't know about this guy. And there's definitely like this, like whole, like, Oh, we accept you no matter how you come. Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Anybody can walk through these doors and just come to church. But now nah, you still get like looked at differently. Like yeah, I feel like there's, it, there's, I shouldn't feel anxiety about going to, to yeah, to definitely church. not. You should never walk into a place of religion and be like, dang, do I belong here? Right. Like, and if I, you walk in there and people like turn around and like give you that look, like you should probably walk out. Right. Like that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, and it's, it has nothing to do with the religion itself. Like I think, all religion seeks to do the same thing, right? Essentially give people a, a perspective and, and, and just guide them on how to be more moral, right? Or how, like how to ha- live, lead a better life, right? right? But like, as far as like, some of them kind of get wrapped up in the, the human aspect of things, right? Like how emotions and how being human like plays a part of like that religion. Whereas like the kingdom hall is very much driven primarily by the word of Jehovah like we don't care what like people feel toward each other like that that shit gets left at the front door right yeah. when you come in here you come in here to study and we come in here to exchange like how we view Jehovah's teachings but it's not like a there's there's no sense of like uh like clicky like how clicky Yeah it's like are. And a lot of times, because it can, because we're people, and you know, people right. are imperfect, and we're going to do what people do, right. which is, you know, I'm over here, these are my people, you over there, these are your people. Mm-hmm. But it's like a lot of times, uh, at least from my experience, like my, my dad has always been like, you can't just hang out with people your age. Mm-hmm. You got to talk to the older people, you got to talk to the people younger than you, you got to talk to everybody. You can't just hang out with people of, you know like minds and like backgrounds you always got to talk to people I agree, not for who sure. are different than you because it's like if you don't talk to people who are different than you 
then you're just going to be stuck in that same box. And this is the problem with a lot of people. You grow up in one box and you die in that box. Like, that's why I wanted to go to Japan. I was like, I don't want to live and die in Connecticut. I don't want to live and die in New Haven. I don't want to live, you know, until I get married and stay in my parents' house forever. Like, I can't do that. Like, I have to leave, you know, and, like, experience things for myself. And maybe it doesn't work out. But at least I can say, you know, I went over to Japan for a little bit. You know, it was cool or it wasn't cool. Yeah, they racist as hell over there. Yeah, they, they, was, they hate black people over there. Yo. I'm not even that dark. You know what I'm saying? I, I, look like like, I look like one of y'all. Oh, pass? No. <laughs> I, I, did the, I did the eye thing my first yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Put your eyes down. They said, nah, we know. Nah, nah. We you got, got facial hair. You don't pass. You don't pass. <laughs> Why are you so tall? That'd be crazy. Nah, but uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, like, it's, 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 no, nah, that's, I, I like that too. Like, your dad was very, like, adamant about making sure that you, like, understood that having perspective from, like, different walks of life is an important thing. Yeah. Something sure that, that you learn about different cultures. Exactly. Like, we went to Copenhagen, not last, was it last? Was it, it was the summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my dad has always wanted to go overseas, mainly to, like, Europe. Right. But it's like, and that's not something, like, I always wanted to travel, but, like, Copenhagen was not on the top of my list. I didn't even, like, I'm like, Copenhagen is Denmark, but I don't know exactly, like, I couldn't point to it on a map. I definitely could not. Because I'm like, I know that's somewhere in Europe, but it's not, but it was, like, super cool. Everybody we met over there was really nice. And was it, was it based in, like, the faith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like interesting. Perfect. I didn't realize that. Okay. It was, it was really dope. Because I, I don't like, think we, I don't think we ever really, I think we talked briefly about some of the things that you experienced, but. Yeah, we didn't we, really talk about it. We only talked about the lady with the uh, Nazi tattoo on the metro. <laughs> right. That was the funniest thing ever. Because I'm like, there's barely, like, there's, there's a large population, like, it's more diverse than you would think, but mm-hmm. it's still majority white people. Right. So we're the only black people <laughs> that are on the metro. So I'm like, who are you? Like, who are you? <laughs> this for? Yeah, who are you mad at? <laughs> like, if we weren't here, there would only be white people here. Do you hate other white people? But I guess Nazis do. I don't know. Nazis are, you know, weird. They hate everybody. Right. But I'm just like, that was just so weird. And then, of course, karma. Karma is real, bro. Like, when you get on the metro, you, you pay for a ticket. But you don't mm-hmm. have to, like, scan it or nothing. Right. There's nobody on there to, like, check your ticket. Right. So you can, you know, just hop on a metro, and if no one comes up there to check your ticket, that's a free ride. Mm-hmm. But, of course, as soon as she gets on the next stop, the guy comes up there to check everybody's tickets. She don't have a ticket. Got to get off the metro. Not <laughs> yeah, later. Later, later not to Late, get Later, racist. <laughs> See you later. See you later, no. Adolf. <laughs> he was bugging. But it was, that's like, crazy, though. Yeah, no, I can't believe that. that like we had a really great time everybody we met was super cool like we i met this um i met these filipino dudes that lived in norway but came down to copenhagen for a little bit and i was right. like that's so cool that you know you're filipino you live in norway and you came over here like that's like that's just so random right no no, no. like know? their journey is for sh- and and i think that's like it speaks to the idea of like i think like i spent like so much of my time being an introvert and being like self-sheltering myself self sheltering myself sheltering myself from like a lot of stuff just because like i was so like uh stuck on the idea that like like my social like awkwardness and like anxiety that came from that like all that stuff was like i was better off just being alone right um that like i didn't understand i didn't see the value uh here all right so move that um that pop filter up this one the little black thing no 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 you don't just you can literally just oh, do, this? yeah just make sure that it's in front of wherever you're talking that way okay, okay. yeah um so uh yeah if you gotta like angle it or whatever do what you gotta, you gotta do. do like a 
Okay. Yeah, sorry, it's a little weird. Um, but um, I had spent like so much time like not understanding how important it was to get every walk of life from like whether it be from interacting with people that are just older than you or are of different face. Like, I didn't really like. I, I didn't understand why I was so fascinated in it, but like we'd have conversations in our in our friend group with like Shihu and uh he's like a you know, a Muslim and what? um yo crazy. Uh that's wild. But he'd talk about Ramadan and he'd talk about like his like just he he wouldn't go into great detail because it was just casual conversation, but when he would talk about this stuff, I'd be super fascinated and not quite understand like why, but it was more because I had sheltered myself so much and not like allowed myself to get an idea of every walk of life and I'm a curious person, you know, by nature. Like I'm I'm I've always been very curious and uh wanted to explore a lot of different things. So when I I think I, my brain got a taste of that, it was like, damn, like I need to experience more of this. And I definitely have like in the past year tried to like branch out and like learn a lot, a lot of different walks of life. Um, and it's, it's been fascinating. I mean, I definitely have like found like answers to things and like, uh, I have a better understanding of the idea that like, even though we're all different, we go through the same shit, right? Like, yeah. um, whether it be with like our day to day interactions with uh the opposite sex, uh like or the uh, lack there. Or the lack <laughs> I haven't seen a woman in months. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um uh, or like <laughs> religious stuff. Uh, you know, our, our our want to be um, you know, religious and be uh moral people, but kind of the struggles that come with that you know our our relationships with our parents you know i think there's so many things that like make us all the same person but we just don't even embrace it and there's no attempt to but there's also like a weird like you don't understand that it's there so like why even like try to make the connection yeah it's just like a lot of times it feels like people don't want to understand each other because Mm -hmm. it's like if we like really take the time out to try and understand each other there's no enemy Right, like we're all the same person. So corny, but like we're all the same team. Man. It's crazy. We're all trying to go to the yo, same it does, place. Yo, it does. Yo, does sound corny. <laughs> it's so corny. Hey, but man. It's true, yo, it's the team hey, of man. us, baby. Hey, brother, we're on the same gang. <laughs> hey, there's no bloods and crips. <laughs> it's just because we're all made of bloods. <laughs> we're all just made of blood, baby. Word. Uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's so sad when you see like, like obviously there's going to be ignorance, and to a certain degree, you can't fault people for being. No, for sure not to a certain um, degree but there's like the like the willfulness and the lack like i don't want to learn about you i want mm-hmm. you to be the enemy like that's that's sick that, no for sure that's and really crazy the, the even crazier part to me is like i don't know now we're getting to a point where it's like there's this weird view of said ignorance where it's like the first thing that we do now is bash people who are ignorant right and i and i i am very much guilty of this myself up until we'll say like a year ago right like i was very much a person that like when i saw ignorance it was followed by me okay so prior to that it was i didn't want to embrace it was there because i felt like it was it would create confrontation and me very much being an anxious person uh like i very i tried to avoid confrontation at all costs so it was like if, if someone's being like homophobic like i could easily like uh turn the other like i could i could act like it's not there because i just didn't want confrontation with yeah, that person want to deal with right and then like my next thought was no like i'm alpha like i need to assert myself and say i don't accept that and put myself in the conversation and say this is why what you're saying is wrong 
or not even so much that I, I think I very much wanted to chastise people and say you're stupid like why would you even say some dumb shit like that right yeah. but like then I started to understand like no it's not so much about chastising and uh like making people feel like they're stupid it's about un- like uh helping them to understand why like the other side a little bit better yeah it's about education it's trying to help people to understand why the views they have or the things they've been brought up to believe may not you know always be 100 percent correct or not correct at all you know it's like from a religious aspect i could see how somebody would be like man gays but it's like at a certain point it's like dude why do you care right because it's like like i hate that like it's weird because like that whole like why do you care argument is like i think it throws understanding out of the window like i think it throws empathy out of the window right yeah like empathizing with like the struggle of like there's a gay person that like has to go through some shit like because of the fact that he's different from other people i mean like why does the other like why does the homophobe care right no no no, i get that but i'm saying like even when we say that like even when we make that argument of like okay well why do you care like i very much like I'm not going to say that, like, that's not my thought process, because at the end of the day, like, when I look at all aspects of, like, LGBTQ+, plus, like, I very much have told myself, like, if it doesn't concern me or, like, what my genitals are doing, then why do I care? If it's not my pants, why do I care? Exactly, exactly. And, but, like, I think a next step to that is, like, understanding that, like, even if you... <laughs> don't hate these people which you shouldn't do that regardless you have to like take a step of empathy right of i understand that like people have looked at you weirdly and you've had to go through things in your life because of uh what you are you know <laughs> it's weird to say it like that but i mean like yeah well it's you know because it goes so much you know persecution is not you know not every every race to a certain degree and every type of person has been persecuted you know, I know right. people don't want to believe this, but it's like, you know, if you go back far enough in history, white people have been fighting white people forever. Exactly. Can, like, you know, persecution is not new. Everybody has been persecuted. And to a certain degree, everyone will be persecuted. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all going to go through that. You're weird. You're different. I don't like you. Diversity. 100%. Yeah, the diversity thing. It's like, so, like, in terms of, like, you know, gay people and stuff like that, it's like, when I say why do you care, it's like why do you care so much that, that you, you want to hate, right? Yeah, that that it's not for sure to hate because I can understand you being a religious person. If and this is assuming that the person is relig- religious, because there's a lot of you know homophobic people out here that aren't even religious. It's like why do you? That is like an extra why do you care? It's like right, you have no <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's like even from a religious standpoint, it's like you know the Bible says what they you know it condones the act, right? Mm. But then it's like we're taught. It's like you're not supposed to hate people, though. Right. It's it's such like, a. You can view how you want to view. Like if you think that's gross, okay, bro. Keep that to yourself. Right. Like, like there's no room for. I, I think it just like it sets the world back when we uh translate translate that into like uh publicly like shaming and publicly like hating on the other person. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. Because I mean, to a certain degree, it's like it's none of my business. Like I'm not doing it. The people I'm around. If they do it, that's up to them. But it's like, to a certain degree, it's like, bro, this is not anything for me to get really upset about. Not for sure. Like, on any level. And I had to learn that, because I didn't always feel that way. No, yeah. I, I We we went to high school together. I, oh, I yeah. think, I, I know, like, a lot of the... And this is like, like, because when we were in high school, it was still kind of cool. Yeah, no, to for like, sure. You know, to bash, like, no, yeah. for sure. Like, it was definitely, like, a whole, like, I think... 
it's weird to think about it like homophobia was like kind of like the the norm it was in it was hot right like it was the new blood slowly st- i think by the <laughs> it was the new blood <laughs> by the time uh i think uh we were graduating it was like becoming like a less like it was becoming more frowned upon but like for the majority of like the time that we spent in school like homophobia was like kind of like a like a thing yeah um, and it was a, it was always an easy laugh too yeah no for sure like, if you're the class clown and you're not making a gay joke <laughs> like, what are you yo doing, exactly bro? you can't it's just like it. it's like it's so sad like i think um we definitely like played a hand in like creating like a new sense of like racism you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's I, I, I there's there's I think there's guilt for me that's immediately followed by the understanding that like uh, my thoughts were very much fueled by peer pressure right that I wanted to be accepted socially understanding that I was an awkward person and in, in, in uh you remember our first interaction uh bro first of all <laughs> you say how awkward you are I was super awkward I think I was just a little better at hiding it like right. I knew like I knew when to like not talk but you were just I like, was letting I'm it talking. fly at all times that shit was super weird I'm shooting for I think about some of the shit I used to say and I was like why did you say that bro, shit like some of the circums like situations that like I ended up in I'm like why did I say anything right I right made this whole situation that much that better. was me it was all me that did this i did it to myself i should have stayed quiet but then i like i think that then leads to like that led to my thought process of like yo like in order to avoid that shit like let me just not talk to anybody and then like but that's worse though because like you don't understand it at the time but like you just get so lonely like when you're in your head all the time bro i would try there would be days where i go to school like i'm not talking to anybody i'm gonna be that weird silent kid and i couldn't do it it's it's impossible like somebody would look at me i'd be like you know something you want to hear something funny (laughs) it wasn't even that funny right i I felt the need to share so yo 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 like let me show you something (laughs) no it's serious though it's like uh you just like you just don't want to get lost in your own thoughts and i think as a kid you don't even understand what it really means but as an adult like when you don't have like school for example where you can just walk up to a random person and be like yo like uh listen to me talk like let's let's have a conversation like you don't have that as an adult right so then your your only choice is to be trapped in your own head and then that's when like things like fucking like depression and like sadness kick and it's like damn it's like i'm really trapped in my head like and there's nothing for me to do about it where school is really good at letting you be weird too. Yeah. I mean for the most part our school was because I remember all the friends I made like our first interactions were super gross mm-hmm. it was like super sick it was like what are you doing why are you acting this way but it was like one of those things where it was like he's weird I guess but there's only like five people in this class we got no choice <laughs> I guess we gotta I, be friends I, I would, like, yo, you let time go by it's like oh he's not that weird I think this right <laughs> I think like fre- freshman and sophomore year I had like uh done just enough to like people for people to look at me like the weird person that nobody wanted to interact with besides maybe you and like some other close friends that i had made in like upper grade levels so it was like i barely saw them but like um like i think like my senior year our class size had whittled down so much oh we were so small they had no choice but to let me in (laughs) yeah it was crazy because it was like like i was having conversations with people that i had like never talked to in all four years (laughs) i was like i accepted i'm cool again you know it's you know it's a small class with the girls that wouldn't talk to you freshman year and talking to you they got no choice god bitch i waited you i guess jeff is kind of (laughs) cool Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like ah, you thought you could, you thought you could wait I me out. I waited for this chance. You have no other. It's like patience is the patience is the is the is the greatest weapon. 
They would wait until no one was around. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, they'd be like, not even if you were the last person on earth. Hey, I can wait. Look, look, you say that now. You're going to get lonely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, it's just like, you lose a sense of that when you enter your adult years. And it's like, I don't know, like for me, it was like a struggle. Like I very much had like my closest friends, like you and everybody else in our friend group. But like, it was like, I, 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 even to this day, sometimes I feel like I'm not comfortable enough, like with myself, right? Like being like by myself or being like in my own head, because I just know how dark that gets sometimes. Yeah. Um, is that a vacuum cleaner? That's what it sounds like. It is. I don't think the mics are going to pick it up. It's fine. Um, it was only on for a you know, this, this sad part is there's only hardwood flooring in this <laughs> what are you vacuuming <laughs> gotta get the dirt up uh, so um, I uh, like I had this like weird like epip- this is like a week ago I had this like talk with myself or not even a week ago like two days ago like I was sitting up here and I was like like why is it so difficult for me to like um just like be in my own thoughts and like be comfortable with like the way that I perceive myself. And I think it like kind of dates back to like when I was a kid, like I was very much like it was implanted in my brain that like you have to dress accordingly and you have to like do certain things because the world is always watching you. Right. And it's like, granted, like my mom instilled that in me. So I'd have a sense of pride and pride is a very important thing. Right. Not having pride is like, it's you don't want to have too much pride but you want to have a, a you want to have a small amount of pride yeah, you right you want to have a good balance exactly right um but like i think what happened was like in instilling that in me it kind of like made me think that like the world is constantly watching me like every time i walk outside there's eyes on me so like i need to act a certain way or dress a certain way and i think like i became so enthralled with the idea that like everything i do has to be uh to a certain level that way I'm perceived a certain way. Right. Um, and like, I had the conversation with myself, uh, and it was like, like, I need to move away from that. The idea that I care so much about how other people see me is like, that's what like has made life so difficult for me, but it's like, it's so hardwired. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you have to have a certain level of self-awareness and also awareness of, how people view you but you don't want to let it get to the point where it's like it's impeding your life and how you function and right like the decisions you make to a certain extent but it's like you also don't want to become so like i don't care about anything where that like that's also detrimental you have to have that balance of like being having pride in yourself as a person but also having you know the humility to be like i can still change and become better and i think that's why like you definitely want to be like for me it's so easy for me to just be in my own head and think about myself but it's like also really bad because it's like if i do that for too long i'm like then i get really depressed and it's like dude what are you doing with your life no right like i think like there's this weird like it starts off productive for me and i'm always like okay like these are the changes that you made that have like made you a better person right and these are the things that you like i feel like are making me but then like eventually like there's always like this inevitable twist of like like these interactions are the ones that are the reason like like this is why you're sad and this is why it continues like and like i find myself like trying to like recreate like a cycle almost of like these are the things that i've done over and over again and this is why like i don't make progress or i don't make uh some kind of like uh change that makes me happy in the long run 
Like, these are the things that are fighting that. And it's just like, I don't know, you stay in your head for too long, you're going to find yourself there. And I think that's why, like, extroverts have the sense of, like, I just, like, talk to other people that way I don't have that. But, like, that inner conversation that, like, introverts have is, like, damn, like, I'm really, like, over here, like, racking my brain about some shit that, like, nobody else has to, or, like, everyone is going to have to think about at some point. But, like, there's, like, definitely, like, a good amount of people that, like, don't even consider this kind of thing. Yeah, you definitely can find yourself, like, thinking, like, I know every night before I go to sleep, some random memory from when I was, like, a weirdo in fifth grade pops up. And I'm like, why did you do the weird <laughs> thing right. when you were a kid? And it's like, honestly, anybody from back then either doesn't remember, because I've asked people. I'd be like, do you remember when I did this weird thing in class? They'd be like, no. And I'd be like, all right, okay, I'm the only person that remembers that. So why should I let it, like, impede, like, you know... My, your growth you know yeah my growth and me you know getting sleep at night right no for sure Cause that's really what it does i'd be like i can't sleep now yeah no i mean like i definitely have taken into the idea of like trying to like instill like positivity and like living in the present to myself right like um that whole thing that you talked about like of like i definitely do have flashbacks to things and i think about like you, there's two things that i find myself doing i waver on like I, I, I focus too much on the past, like having those flashbacks that keep me like anxious. And like, I start to think about things that like aren't important, but like uh, my brain turns them into these big issues or I think about the future too much. And I like, that gives me anxiety too, because I'm like, I'm not doing enough in the present to make sure I have a stable future. Right. Yeah. It's like, I think that I very much told myself that I need to exist more in the present. And I've been reading this book, um, called, uh, the monk who sold his Ferrari and it's very much like a lot, a good amount of the teaching in the beginning of the book. Cause I'm still very much in the beginning of the book has been like, yo exist in the present and don't think about the pre the past or the future too much. And like, I've just been trying, but it's like, like I said, it's hardwired, yo. It's like the idea of like all these things that I think about that, like make me a negative person sometimes like that shit is very much hardwired. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, change your, you know, how you usually act and how you perceive yourself. And it's hard to try and grow and make the changes you need for, like, your mental health. Because, I mean, honestly, the world has not really cared about mental health until, like, the last, like, maybe, like, two years. It's crazy. This is the most I've heard people talk about mental health and going to, like, a therapist, which I probably still need to do. Because I have a lot of baggage that I definitely have not dealt with in a healthy way. Yeah. It's, like, just, like, even talking about the fact that it's, like, I should probably go to a therapist is more healthy than just, like, sitting and, you know, brewing and all. Well, it's crazy. I think growing up, like, we didn't have the option at all, right? Oh, like, yeah, definitely not. Like, you, if you go to your parents, or if I went to my mom and said, like, I think, like, I need therapy, she'd have laughed me out of the room. Well, I definitely did tell my dad I needed therapy, and it was on some real stuff, and he kind of just looked at me like, nah, I don't you have got, the money you, for that. You got a roof over your head. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the money for that. You have to wait. Yeah, no, nah, but it's like, I don't know, like, and I understand, like, and I don't, I hope that, like, what I say doesn't add fault to, like, anybody, right? Like, I very much understand why things were the way they were. Like, my mom, like, I think, like, our parents grew up a certain way and like understanding that like the aspects of life that we started to deal with because of the idea of like, like uh, the incorporation of like things like social media, right? Like that played a big part in like why people our age are like so much sadder. Right. But like our parents don't know that. Right. Yeah. So it's like you have all these things that like, 
don't come to the light until like we're like in our like late teens like early adult years like i feel like we had that like cyberbullying right like that became like a thing that like they were talking about like yo cyberbullying has to be stopped like people are killing themselves right and i was like fam like i feel like our generation like grew up with that shit like cyberbullying was like a norm oh, that was like everybody got cyberbullied and either like it was either like you're dishing it or you're taking it. Right. If you're taking it, you're probably trying to dish it too so you don't feel as bad. Right. And I'm kind of grateful, like, how I was brought up. My dad With was no social like, media, right? He was like, well, I mean, he let me have social media. He didn't care, but it was like, you shouldn't care that much about how people view you. Like, to a certain degree, like, people are always going to say stuff about you. People are always going to view you a certain way. And obviously, you can't let that affect you to the degree where, you know, especially when it comes to kids. Like, if you're a kid and you're on social media and somebody's bullying you, well, why do you, like, not to say why do you care, because that's, uh, you know, dismissive, but to a certain degree, you gotta have enough, like, why do I care what, you know, Johnny down the street thinks about my latest Instagram post? Right, no, for sure, and, I mean, it's obvious, like, it's it's un- understandable that kids don't have that, like, yeah, you're not sen- gonna have that right. at, you know, a certain 13. And it's also not, it wasn't instilled in, like, like this is what you need to teach your, your kids as a parent because when we were growing up social media was so new yeah, was that so like young. our parents didn't know that they had to teach us that so I'm like it's like the, I think there's just so many things that like our generation had to sit with like while like I don't know this new generation I'm grateful that like the uh there's like now things that are being told to parents that like they need to watch out for right like yo technology is like booming like we need to make sure kids like understand certain things like the way that they navigate the internet is a certain way right but it's like now it's like in teaching that to parents now like you break a traditional cycle of like this is how parenting is supposed to go and then like you're forced to like learn that shit like basically from scratch right like parents basically have to learn like a new way of parenting that like fits into this time period because like what their parents did isn't really applicable right like it's crazy yeah i mean especially nowadays with all like because back then we only had like a couple things like it was like myspace and facebook and Mm. that was it right and it was twitter and i knew immediately with twitter because it was like you know people can just share their thoughts i was like that's this, this is about to get toxic. That's gonna be bad. Like, about to I get tried to- it. Like I signed up when it first came out, and I was like, you know, I don't like this, and I've never been back on Twitter since. Because mm. it's like, and everybody I know who has a Twitter, all their experiences are like either like really bad, or I don't have enough followers for it to matter. Right. No, for sure. And I think there's a there's a balance, right? There's either the um this is bad because like this is eventually gonna lead to some kind of toxicity. But like, or you could like navigate in the sense of there's not enough people that are in the community that I care about, or like I'm not big enough, so I just say whatever the fuck I want. But either way, it leads to like some sense of like, uh, like it. There's there's no positivity that comes out of it, right? Like if you like use Twitter to clear your thoughts, uh, and just like put random shit on the internet, like sure, like I guess you have like your sense of like, uh, this is like very much like something that I don't care about, but I mean. I just think like it we're still not addressing the elephant in the room which is like social media has had like such a negative effect on things like it's just like I don't know we're taking like steps backwards when we like think like that I think yeah I mean especially now with like things like TikTok oh, like man. TikTok I enjoy it no for sure but 
I could like you should not let your kids. Have bro, I, I think like this, right? Your like, kid is not like I, I would say like maybe to like seventeen, like a seventeen year old knows. Yeah, no, I think yeah. by that age you definitely have like a you develop you have a enough sense of self, right? You know, but and like, like you've been instilled like morals enough to know like okay, this isn't where I should navigate as far as like certain yeah. like yeah, right like I think you have like a better understanding like TikTok is very much like the wild wild west, but yeah, it's like you do not want your it's so tailored toward little kids is a, is the scary part like. Yeah. Even you think like Twitch, right? Like Twitch is also one of those Twitch ones. Is sick now. It's tailored toward little kids. It's so but sick. But it's like, oh, like these are like not the best people to have your Bro, kids watching. These watch. are the worst people. <laughs> <laughs> these are the worst. Yo, people like, like, look at these fucking like, look at the Smash community. Oh, the Smash. <laughs> don't even, don't even get me started on the pedos of the Smash. Community. Yo, but the same thing happened. So these are both. You're a Smash player, right? You play Smash. I, I play Smash sometimes. Right, I and I was, I was a big part of like the Destiny community. The same thing happened to the Destiny community. Oh, All fucking rapists yeah. and the fucking child pedophile. Like, yeah. It's just like these are some horrible ass people playing video games for kids. Or just like the the FGC, like in general, because the dude I forget his name. I think it's like Mr. Wizard or something. Who ran Evo? Like mm. the dude was like having young boys send them, you know, groin shots. I'm like, this dude is sick, and he's running Evo. Bro, it's like, yo, like I think we were so quick to be like, yo, this is like tailored toward kids. It's Twitch. It's it's kid friendly. Obviously, it's video games. That we didn't stop to realize like, TV is the way it is. Like you have some really sick fucks like in the in in the industry as far as like television and like music. Oh, that like, dude from um, uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> What's his name? Bill Cosby? No, 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 no. It's like some, some uh, producer dude from Nickelodeon. Like, you, like, uh, produce iCarly and, like, Zoe Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're talking about Yo, yeah, yeah. that dude is Bro, wild. It's like, it's like, but, like, like, on the, that, he's very much on the industry side of things. Like, he's yeah. not in front of the camera. He's like the wine scheme. Of exactly. <laughs> That's Jeez. crazy. Right. <laughs> when you put it like that. <laughs> the fact that I can phrase it like that and everybody knows exactly, exactly. What you're That's, that's the scary part. Uh, like, I think, like, the craziest part is, like, none of those people are in front of the camera. You have some sick fucks that are in front of the camera, too, right? But, like, very, I think, like, it's not as, like, common as, like, I think everyone you look at that sits behind a desk in, like, the industry, like, is probably a fuck, like, it's probably, like, some, like, t- level of twisted, right? Yeah. Like, but, like, Twitch is, like, the the people in front of the cameras are the ones that are, like, the sick fucks. Yeah, well, because there's no, like, there's no checks and balances. There's, like, no, because anybody can start a Twitch. Right. So you can be a weirdo, start a Twitch, get a following. And then use the power you have from your following to to to, to fund your your uh yeah, your, your sicko yeah. your sickoness yeah to be nasty right and it's like oh man like we we gotta and it's like unless it's like directly in front of everyone no one's gonna know it's like, a... unless like because Twitch what are they gonna do they're gonna be like oh this guy seems a little off but he hasn't said the n word I mean, so he's fine Twitch is very much like gone down the path of like. Uh, hiding shit and like sweeping stif- stuff under the rug because like at the end of the day like it's bad press and it's bad for their website if like you like if if everybody who's like a sicko is outed in the same like day like Twitch like takes a hit like they understand that like publicity is like it, it's very important right like the public perception is like super important yeah I mean they care to a certain extent because Twitch was like softcore porn there for a while or, like, the body painting bro <laughs> I was like, yo, why is there body? It's like, yo, why are her titties bigger than like what's going on in the game? Why are you naked and painting yourself as Velma? Like, I don't get it. (laughs) Velma. 
<laughs> it's not even somebody who you need to paint for. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's not like the, it's not like the avatar body paint. It's no, like, no, 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 it's, it's never an actual like full body paint. It's like I'm gonna paint clothes on myself. It's like, uh, right? What? I don't understand. It's sick, dude. Uh, yeah, no, it's like I don't know. I feel like we've gone for like an hour now of us just yeah, like was, it actually went by really fast. It did, but I mean, like we've covered so much shit. I'm obviously gonna go through and like. Uh, oh, you're gonna have to chop this up. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just gonna like see what just to cut stream. out all the religion stuff. <laughs> <laughs> cut out everything. No, nah, but I think about I think that I liked that. Like at the beginning, like religion was like the central topic. I definitely do want to separate that in its, into its own like 30 minutes if I can. Yeah, that's um. I, I didn't expect that you were gonna go there. I mean, it was a good talk. It was, nah, but it wasn't like anything damaging. It was all very yeah, uh, like perspective that, yeah. and. Yeah, no, I think I, I enjoyed that part. Um, you want to click that little, just click the the mouse one time. You, how did you manage to fuck that up, bro? You said click the mouse. One you time. moved it down first. No, I didn't mean to. All right, just put the put the cursor over the record. Right here. Record and then click it.